sometimes when we say things, we make comments to people who we know or like, thinking that it's like harmless or even like a compliment or whatever, it can actually like not feel good. Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm, I'm Jared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Every I'm Leanna. Every time we record this, I'm like, is he going to do it? Is yeah. he not going to do like it? I like keeping you on your toes. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome back. Um, today, it's just us. And it's going to be kind of like a scramble of an episode, just like scrambled eggs. Yeah, like a, like a breakfast skillet. <laughs> breakfast is that scramble, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because yeah. we have so many things that we need to talk about, and we try and keep our intro short when we have guests, and so then we have to, like, table these things. Plus, this was, like, a huge week. Yes. Like, huge. Yeah, we actually had a lot of podcast-related stuff this yes, week. Yes, yeah. it was super fun. So, um, real quick, just some quick housekeeping. Um, our Patreon is like easy access. It's $3 a month. There are other tiers if you want to subscribe more. The handjob tutorial's up. There's longer intros on there. I forgot to put the um, what happened with Jamie and me in the DM slides, but I'm going to put that up today. Oh, so yeah. that'll be up. And um, you guys, it's just like a fun way to support us. And it's it's just, you know, it's like less than a cup of coffee. Yes. Well, and it, re latte. It, <laughs> it really helps us keep the show going because there's costs that go into producing and hosting the show and everything like that. And so um, if you get something from this show, we really appreciate it. That's the best way you can support us. Yeah. And we're thinking about like redoing our studio. Yes, actually. I'm trying to our convince Our studio, Jared. a.k.a. the corner of my apartment. That we <laughs> I'm trying to convince Jared because... My office was supposed to be the studio, but I've got the noise problem and the internet problem. And you know what's really funny about you is you are really like can do. Like as soon as you get an idea, oh, I, oh yeah, you're like we could. You, it's happening. Like, so Leanna actually was like, "Hey, I have some thoughts. Like maybe we could, you know, blah blah." And you walked in today, and you were like. All we're going to do is get this couch out of here, get a new couch in here, paint this wall. And I was like, paint this wall? Like, <laughs> you were like, we're going to knock down this wall, go into your closet. Like, it could not have been more of a big project. And you were just like, simple. This is going to be really easy. So it's, that's always been my personality. Like when I set my mind to something, I fucking get it done. Yeah. Like when I, whenever I move or like go into a new apartment or which has been a lot, uh -huh. um, I, the place is done in a week. Yeah. Like I'm talking paint, furniture placement, things on the wall, decorating. It's yeah. done in a week. See, I, and I was thinking like, we'll throw a sheet on <laughs> the back of the couch to get a different color. <laughs> And then maybe hang up a picture or something like that. I definitely, you know, it's interesting. Like, I definitely would prefer, this is like not a need, this would be a want, to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't really care about the style of things or furniture. Because, like, I want to take that over. Mm, because, I like, it's, a, like, it's important to me and I'm good at it. And, like... Yeah. I did date someone, one of my ex-boyfriends was like very particular about his stuff and his furniture. And I kept thinking like, if we ever moved in together, like, I don't know that this would work. Was I this would... the one who like had posters on the wall? Yes. <laughs> okay. Posters and furniture that I would have never chosen for I myself. I feel like, is this, oh, I, I don't want this to come across as like judgy, but like. Fellas, like once you're out of college, like yeah, no, no posters. posters, no posters. You know, like well, it, and he and this he had money, like he had yeah. enough money, he could do whatever he wanted. Yeah. So he chose to have the posters. But I think like this is the thing, like no one teaches men how to be actually like domesticated, which actually they should. You know, like there was a there was like a TikTok video or something of this dude who was like. Let me, and like, was sh just showing off his apartment. Like, look, I have nice hand towels. <laughs> like, I have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have all these, like, toiletries yeah. and stuff for guests. Like, right. Right. And like, right. And, and hairspray for my female yes. guests. And, yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And I keep, 
like contact solution and mm-hmm. hair ties and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like all For sorts all your of other mini stuff. women suitors <laughs> not these okay guys. hold on just to close out the patreon <laughs> if you guys want to support us go to www.patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast yes yeah but um yeah i agree i think you know and again like there are men out there like my guy friends cole and joe who are like freaking amazing their house is like i would let them decorate my house well absolutely big difference though i know because they're gay yeah so gay men are like actually allowed to have a sense of aesthetic oh i see what you're saying you know what i'm saying like like and it's sort of part of the culture and their friends are like oh this is beautiful where did you get this you know like blah blah blah. and like it's sort of like i think most guys grow up with a like you know, when you watch TV, like, the husband is always like, I don't know, I don't care. Like, blah, blah. you know what I'm Give saying? Give me a beer. Yeah, it's all, like, the dumb <laughs> sitcom husband shit. And, like, that's what young men grow up thinking. So so they aren't like, oh, I should go to Target and, like, buy some nice hand towels. That aren't navy blue or red. Okay. <laughs> you had a tweet about, like, navy blue sheets, and I was, like, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yours, to be fair, yours aren't navy blue. They're like a gray blue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But d- dark colored sheets is a is a is a move that I picked up from Dan Savage. Because of like period stains or cum. All kinds of stuff. Oh, yes. okay. But yes, like so, like so, D- D- Dan Savage is a gay man, right? And he's like, there are stains that come from anal sex and things like oh, that. Oh, right. And or menstruation and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so, like, dark colored sheets. Or just, like, wash them real good. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so we have so much to talk about. Why don't you go first? Uh, Okay, I have two quick things. One, I am wearing three-quarter length joggers. Fucking love them. Do you really? I love them so hard. Okay, because I saw someone wearing them, and I was like, ooh, I got to get... So I ordered these from Amazon, and I'm like... Like with some sneakers, I you could, could like, wear those all out. day. Yes. Yeah, nice. and drink rosé, rosé, and three quarter <laughs> joggers all the way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Because I was like, I, w- I wanted your opinion. I noticed like, them right away, and I wear was these like out? drawn to them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, second thing, speaking of like masculinity stuff, so I, I guess I just wanted to close the loop on. Yeah, we kind of teased this last week. Yes. Yeah, so we recorded this YouTube podcast with this guy named Will. Um, Kava Club, I think, is the name of Kava, it. The Kava Club podcast. Yeah. Yep. Kava is K-A-V-A. Yes. And it's on YouTube. Good dude, I great, thought. Great guy. Yeah. Just very different opinions than us. Yeah. And it, so what made me, it made me think about, like, A, I mean, I, like, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, men right now who are upset about feminism. (laughs) Like, there's all this, like, men's rights stuff on the internet, and it gets, like, really dark. You know, Mm -hmm. like, there's some... There's some... The hashtag, not all men. Yeah, and, like, um... And this guy was, like, not trolly like that. No, I didn't feel that. Yeah, he was a good dude. But it is interesting, and I, I came away with this feeling, and I wonder what your thoughts are, that, like... Because he found you through TikTok. Mm-hmm. He found the other guest through TikTok. Glow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you spend a lot of time on TikTok and Instagram, like the, the same way that we talked about like how dating apps make you more superficial mm-hmm. and like sort of turn you into your worst self because where you're just choosing mm-hmm. on looks and stuff like that. I feel like maybe that happens with your worldview if you spend like more and more time on social media. Because mm-hmm. I got the feeling, so I read this book called Kill All Normies that's about like dark internet culture stuff. Really good, interesting How do you have time book. to read books? I listen to them oh, on, okay. on 1.5 speed. Oh, wow. Okay, so I need to really like adapt me, that. Yeah, because I start listening to a book and like just, I get through one chapter, I'm like, I can't. You zone out. Yeah. yeah speed it up. Yeah, okay. Um. Anyway, and she was talking about these men that are in these like really dark, anti-women areas of the internet she was like what i learned was like none of them like really knew any women in their lives like none of them like had friendships with women which like changes the whole thing Mm. and i feel like and i feel like if most of your interactions 
or how you view the opposite gender is based on what you see from like Instagram influencers and stuff like that. You will get this worldview that like women are superficial. They're looking for a man, a man who is wealthy and that the value of women is how hot they are. Mm-hmm. And entitlement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's really interesting. And I think, you know, so the, the conversation was basically like he believes that women should be the lesser voice. Women should be feminine, which when we pressed him on it, <laughs> it sort of sounded like docile and agreeable yes. and sort of submissive. Yes. Right? And like that the, they the should be kind of their yeah. their main purpose in life is to be childbearers. Yes. And, yep. and women who choose a career over that or choose not to have kids, they're basically ruining their chances at love. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what men want is the, the home cooking housewife and who lets... It, it basically was like he, he is saying that he wanted someone that would just go along with all the decisions that he made. Yes. And... You know, I think you and I did a really good job of, like, countering everything that he said Mm -hmm. um, and bringing both. It was so nice to have a male perspective there because you were also a male, Mm -hmm. very opposite of his beliefs. And um, and then me and Glow were two strong feminist women Mm -hmm. who, like, are badass. And, like, we're not single because we're trying to have a career. Mm -hmm. We're single because... Well, men can be assholes sometimes, you know, or, <laughs> yeah. or we just haven't chosen right. And, yeah. you know, it's like it's life happens. And I don't know. It was just but I do want to say this. You know, we talk a lot on the podcast about our political beliefs and, you know, we are very strong about them. But that doesn't mean that we don't have relationships or friendships with people that who have opposite beliefs. Yes. And I think that's, you know, that's part of the problem with the culture right now is it's the divisiveness of the culture is that it's like if you believe one thing, boom, everybody in your life that believes opposite is out. Well, that's not feasible because then, Mm -hmm. you know, we wouldn't be able to support half of the businesses where we live. And, you know, we would lose half of our friends or half of our family. And there has to be a way that you can feel comfortable to express your feelings and talk about it, but also try and love the other person, whether you just agree to disagree, essentially. And um, what did you pull up there? Oh, I I, will... I, cause I think, well, I think the point you're making is really important that this idea of like dialogue is so essential, right? And like remembering that like we're all neighbors and we're all in this together. But I'm pulling up because when you, like, you did such an amazing job at like kind of summing up. Oh, are you pulling up the, the clip? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, finish. finish oh, no, I was saying. like totally just talking in circles. So go for it. Oh, okay. Well, so, um, yeah, so anyway, it was was a good experience, I think. I think we appreciate it. It, It's an interesting listen. um, If folks want to go listen to it, Uh, it does kind of get pretty circular. Yeah. Because he kept going back to this place of, like, the what is women's value and what is men's value and it was it was a very, like, sort of capitalist market economy Mm -hmm. description of dating which I think gets interesting because you and I have talked about this on some podcasts with like female leads. When people start talking about dating as this like adversarial thing, mm-hmm. as like a battle, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you have to like, you know, with, you know, you know, there's there's some women out there who believe like, oh, like make him chase you and do these right. strat, use right. these kind of tips and tricks yeah. to like, right, and. And it, it like it feels like a fencing match. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if that is helpful. No, for it's not. It's it's the the truth is is like it all comes down to like being true to who you are. Yep. Doing the work. Yep. Hopefully going to therapy. Yes. Learning from your mistakes 
and like finding someone who aligns with what your beliefs are. Yes. And I think let's, let's, let's play okay, the we're clip gonna play it? of okay. you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Feel, it feels to me like you feel the need to defend men being men, not having to show emotion and only showing it just to please their woman and, and all of this. And what I'm saying is like, and I think maybe Jared and Gloria might agree is that like, there's like men from childhood are taught to not show emotion unless mm -hmm. it's anger. Mm -hmm. The only emotion that a boy is allowed to show is anger. If they start crying, they get told to stop being a wuss, right? So then men grow up and they carry this, well, I, I'm not allowed to show my feelings. I'm not allowed mm -hmm. to express my feelings. And I have to put on this kind of like, I'm a man, I'm assertive, I'm gonna be the breadwinner because that is gonna heal the pain that I feel. Ah, that rhymed. Um, and <laughs> and I, what I'm saying, Will, and, and I'm saying this very lovingly to you, is maybe there, you know, there might be some things to look at that you're holding on to, like deep inside of you, that need some healing mm -hmm. that you don't maybe aren't ready to look at because the vulnerability with your partner shouldn't just be because they need it. The vulnerability should be within yourself to help you grow and heal and become a better person and better version of yourself um, and not just to fulfill an obligation. Bravo. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Um, it was really interesting. Well, and then like later on when there was a comment about like, like uh, Will said something about like raising your value on the dating market or something as a man and like how like being a provider and breadwinner was part of that. And like, I, I thought you just gave the, the clip of the whole podcast right there the, the, that we just played. Um, the one thing I felt good about was injecting. I'm like, look, to any young men out there, like if you want to raise your value on the dating market, go to fucking therapy. Yeah, seriously. Like, you yeah. know, like, and become more comfortable with yourself and secure in yourself and whatever. I'm yeah. like, yeah, also like, sure, go to the gym, like, but like read some books, like, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, it it's interesting, interesting too, because in the chat replay, the yeah. comments are, are all the comments because these are all the people that follow Will, right? So yeah. they're going to follow his podcast, so they're going to agree with what he's saying. And all the comments are like, the white dude looks like he's a virgin. Yeah, the white dude is giving virgin <laughs> vibes, which is about me, which is hilarious. Um, and the blonde lady is so lost. She's a walking contradiction. I can't stand her. Uh, you know, so it's like, it does feel, you know, the, that, that does make it feel like we were kind of brought on to, you know, it, 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 it's just, it's interesting. And, and I just think, you know, I think it was a good experience for us. Um, and obviously we did not have our minds changed, but I think hopefully, you know, I did actually, I did have someone DM me that said, um, he reached out, he DM me, he said, Hey, just, so you know, like I listened to that pod. I like, I watched the podcast. He's like, I am totally on your guys' side. I love strong women. I'm sorry that you had to go like have that conversation. Oh, interesting. And it was like a dude, you yeah. know, who, who I think maybe follows, I don't know. So, um, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's just interesting. Yeah. So we just wanted to process it and like, go listen if you want. I mean, it, it is two hours long of kind of the same thing over and over. Yes. That's the only drawback. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it is really fascinating because mm -hmm. this is a culture, like you said, that we, it keeps coming up in my life. Like I keep meeting guys at a bar or online who kind of have these similar views. And I don't know why it's like, keeps coming at me. I don't know. It's trying to teach you something. What is it trying to teach me? That's what you have to find out. And then <sighs> it will stop coming at you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So big week for you. It was your birthday week. Yes. So tell us all about what's so, going on with you. So first of all, it started with Wednesday night. We drove out to LA to go meet Aaron Hill, mm -hmm. who was our guest on last week's episode. Um, and it was like so fun. I was so proud of you for on a weeknight, <laughs> picking me up at seven 
driving an hour and a half. We got no, six thirty. Oh, was it six thirty? Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We got to LA at eight. Eight. We each had one drink. Yep. Maybe I had two. You had I had two, two drinks. Yeah, yeah. Good. Good food. Really good food. Good conversation. Hip, hip spot in Venice, which was like, oh, of course. The that's Rose. Where we're going. It was the Rose yeah, in yeah. Venice. Yeah. Um, Erin is Aaron is just a doll. We just adore her. She's, she's such a lovely, genuine person. She's like a ball of sunshine. She is genuinely could not be more authentically herself. Yes. And that's why I think, I mean, the Bachelor, the reality TV people just love her. Yes. They adore her yes. because she is just as cute as a button. Um, and we did actually. We were off the little. Actually, um, we also met Julia from yes. uh, Listen to Your Heart. So, Listen to Your Heart, you never watched it. Nope. I did with my mom because it was a spinoff show of The Bachelor, but it was all about music. And yeah. and we learned a lot of information that I don't think we can share because it was kind of told to us in private. Yes. But I mean, well, but it was another thing of like, it was interesting talking to someone who's been through that experience and like, Cause you go, you you're thrust into a totally unreal situation. Producers are like kind of encouraging you to give like juicy stuff, like juicy interviews to the camera and stuff like that. And then when it airs, you have no control over the edit or the narrative that they create. And so, I mean, and we, which we know, which we've talked about yeah. on this show, but it was interesting to hear someone's firsthand account. And Julia was like cool and is. Like in movies now and all, so it sounds yeah, like yeah. Maybe she's we doing can have awesome. her on the pod. It would be interesting for her to share that with our listeners. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. But she did mention something, and this is going to come back. But she did mention something about there was a lot of like kind of acting because you're not like you're given a very limited amount of guys to choose from, and if you don't like any of those guys, but you want to stick on the show, then you kind of have to put on a show. Yeah, especially on Listen to Your Heart, where it was all about pairing up as a couple and then performing as a couple and not getting judged on your musical performance but getting judged on how in love the judges felt you were yeah which it was is like bonkers. horrible yeah. horrible so anyway we had dinner with them it was great um and then friday was my birthday yep and my birthday is always a big deal at least to me and um <laughs> So I, Jared and my friend Megan and my mom and my sister, we all went downtown Redlands and we went to my favorite restaurant, Caprice, mm -hmm. and um, we had a nice meal. And then Jared and Megan and I went to the vault. We talk about that a lot. It's like this grungy uh, dive. dive bar. Yeah. Yep. And we danced a little bit. But good I DJ. We did some good dancing. We had a good we time. We did some good dancing. We yep. called it a night at 1130. Which was perfect Which was for perfect. me. Perfect. <laughs> we went home. Slept in, and then I had planned brunch with a couple of my other friends. Yep. Because it was just, you know, I try and keep my friends, you know, not, you know, anyway. <laughs> There's, like, certain dynamics that you know work better. 100%. That with not yeah. mixing, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, those friends and Jared and my sister came back. Um, on Saturday, we had brunch at Olive and Citrus, and the food, like, honestly, that was, like, the best breakfast burrito I've ever had in it my was, life. It was, it was tasty food. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and then I got in the car and drove down to San Diego because when we met up with Erin on Wednesday, she invited me to this music festival in San Diego called Blended. Um, and she she was like, come down. She's like, we might meet a bunch of the people from The Bachelor. I don't know, but like, come down. Her She's good friends with Blake, who's like, was D, uh, Blake, not Blake, Katie's Blake, but Blake, the runner up on Becca's season. Yeah, Blake from like three or four seasons ago. And yeah. then he was on Paradise. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, I drove down there. I got there late. Um, but by the time I got there, Erin was like in the VIP section. She's like, oh my gosh, come over, come over. So I like went around to the back. He's like, hey, you have to have this pass. So Erin came around and she's like, she's with me. And she like pulled me in. Okay. So Katie, uh -huh. Becca Thomas. Wow. Um, John, I don't know if you guys remember John. He's from Katie's season. Tall. I don't know. I have to see him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then who? Oh, Noah and Abigail. Noah and Abigail together? Yes. Wow. And then Sheena, not from Bachelor, but she's from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. I don't know if I I'm, never watched I'm that. sure I've never People watched it either, it but I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners like would die. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't. John was kind of giving me eyes, by the way. 
You should have talked to him. I Well, it was like too much was going on and I was like late to the game and I kind of want to just enjoy the set and like dance yeah. and and I don't know. I just felt weird. I, I looked at his, like I went to go DM him later and be like, hey, Aaron and I saw you. We want to meet up. Where are you guys headed? But I had already slid into him his DMs before and he never responded. Uh, I'm like, I can't. I can't do that. That's so funny. So anyway, um, I did talk to Becca and Thomas. Okay. <laughs> I'm dying to hear how this went. I'm horrified. So what happened is, so Becca and Thomas are by far my favorite couple that came out of uh, Paradise. Yes. Although I, seeing Noah and Abigail in person. Well, was I was like, going to ask, did they look, did both couples like look super genuinely into each yes. other and stuff? Yes. Okay. And by the way, everybody looked even more beautiful in person. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. yeah. Especially Becca. Like, because I feel like on screen, she's pretty, yeah. but in person, she's just stunning. Wow. Just stunning. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. So so we're walking over to go see Nelly that uh -huh. we were told we would be able to go in the VIP, but we didn't get in there. And, and Becca and Thomas are hand in hand walking right behind us. Uh -huh. And I just turned around and I kind of caught their eyes and I said, you guys, I said, I just have to tell you. I, you guys are my favorite couple to come out of Bachelor in Paradise. And they were like, oh, thank you. They're like, that's so sweet. Like, kind of like, we don't get that a lot. Oh, really? And, yeah. And oh, I said, cool. and I said, and you're so beautiful. And, um, and then Thomas said something about, don't worry, I'm fangirling too. Like it was cute. Uh, over her. Over yeah. Becca, and then yeah, Thomas yeah. was like called back or something. So Becca and I were just like side by side walking together, having a conversation. Okay. <laughs> With the Bachelorette. I mean, this isn't just like someone who was on a season and then went home like becca was the bachelorette that's a big deal yeah so i'm talking to her and i'm like i was basic what i should have just shut the fuck up i should have just shut the fuck up but we had just had this dinner with julia who yeah. was telling us things about that things were really staged and produced and acting yes. and i said i said you know i i was like pulling for thomas like, since he got there, like, I really think that he got, like, the raw end of the deal. And I said, I think us listeners, like, need to remember that there's, like, acting to it. And she goes, um, there's not, no, there's not really acting. And I said, oh, I said, um, but there's, like, I said, isn't there, like, um, like, state, like, don't they tell, and then I just, like, got lost over my words. And she's like, I mean, sometimes they'll be like, you know, go sit here to have your conversation. But she might have also, like, had to be careful what she says yes because she is still under contract i believe yes but anyway i just felt like such i was like i can't believe i was bachelor splaining uh, to becca you were like explaining the behind the scenes i was trying of the to yeah i to was her. like in inadvertently trying to tell her how it worked that's so anyway, funny. then they got pulled away. I, I was like feeling really embarrassed. And I wish that I had seen her again to just be like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to. I feel like that might have made it worse. I was going to say, <laughs> it's probably best that that didn't happen. Yeah. I'll probably never see her again. Well, this is, it's a really interesting thing to be like, what do you do when you meet someone who's kind of famous? And so like. Yeah, I did not handle it well. Well, because even at dinner. I noticed like you and I had like the opposite strategy in meeting Julia. Yeah. And, like maybe I was at like a, an advantage because I never watched the show. So I, I wasn't like sort of starstruck. I wasn't starstruck, starstruck with you know, Julia. No, no, I know. But like, you know, and, but I mean, she's, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But so what was funny is like when I was like, you know, when she and I were just like sitting there and you and Aaron were chatting and I was going to like strike up a conversation with her, I was like, Oh, like, where are you from? And, you know, like, those kinds of things. Oh, and I just went in to write in, like, what was the show you, like? You went right yeah. into, like, I saw you on the show. And, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, you're But right. I don't know what you want. Because I think, I think, like, if I'm talking to someone famous and I'm, like, deliberately, like, not bringing up the, like, th they know that that's a move people try to do to them, too. So I don't well, think it's necessarily right. cooler. Right. Actually, Raina and Ashley were talking about this on their pod where someone slid into Ashley's DMs. And like tried to play off it like he didn't know who she was. And yeah. She's like, that's worse. Like just yeah. acknowledge the fact like obviously you do know who I am. Yeah. And be like cool about it. Just be like, hey, I love your stuff. You're so funny. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and then like move on from there. So I think there is like there has to be like some kind of balance. Yes. But um, I did tell Aaron 
what happened like me and she's like oh she's like i'm sure it's fine like Aaron she's was like so yes. so sweet about it and like thinks the best of everyone thinks the best of everyone yes. and becca's probably like i hope i never see that girl <laughs> no i'm sure it wasn't as bad as you thought <laughs> but yeah i uh i walked with becca and had a conversation that's very cool yeah you, you should have tried to hold her hand after thomas <laughs> left by the way, I will say about Noah, um, Abigail was pretty quiet. She's, I think she's shyer, more yep. introverted. Shyer? Yes. Okay. Is that More shy. More shy. I don't know. Um, introverted. Uh, Katie was not super, like, interested in talking to anybody outside of her group, which is fine. Like, yep. I would never expect them to. Um, Katie is just as cute as Button. Really? Okay. So cute. Yeah. And I wonder if they just styled her wrong on her season because she Possibly. was, she looked adorable. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and then I will say I was the most impressed by Noah. Really? Yeah. He came up, he kind of took Aaron and like, and me under his wing. And he was like, here, we're coming like this way. Stay with us guys. Like he was trying to get us into the VIP Nelly. And like, I, I, I was so impressed. Oh, what with a good him. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him. He actually kind of seems seemed that way from the beginning because he came onto the show late, remember, mm -hmm. on The Bachelorette. Yeah, he really got a bad rap. Yeah, and then all the guys like turned against him sort of yes. because of that and tried to make tried to play mm -hmm. up some thing. Yes. But yeah, he seemed he he's always kind of seemed like a nice, normal, thoughtful dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, with like a little san diego surfer boy Hunter, oh yeah he, yeah, he was yeah, wearing yeah. these like zen yoga pants of course like, he was so yeah. funny um like, I, is he a little dean 2.0 i think so i think he is i think he's dean 2.0 oh i'm so glad i came up with that oh take. i forgot to say dylan barber was there too ha uh, hannah g's remember hannah from colton season yes. she almost won oh yeah her boyfriend was there i didn't see that's hannah, right because and they hooked up in paradise yeah. 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 Was Kate? Who's Katie with now? Well, she's still with Blake. I think yes. so. But he lives in Canada, and she got lives it. in San Diego. So her Blake so they're wasn't like there. Commute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. So anyway, um, yeah, that happened. Wow. Pretty wild. Yeah, that is. Wild. I'm like, and it was only like maybe like I was with them like in that section for like 20 minutes because I got there late, and then we walked and we're kind of all together for like maybe another 20 minutes and like. That was all I needed. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. That's so great. Well, and like you and you have like a real friendship with Aaron now. Well, you know, Aaron, like Aaron, again, like after that, Aaron and I went back to the hotel. We changed. We went to like a club. Did, yeah. Okay. And we just like got drinks, got some free shots for my birthday, went and danced till 1230, walked back, got pizza talked with these random dudes. I was given an onion. I started giving the handjob tutorial on the onion. That's hilarious. Uh, it was just fun. Like it was yeah. just a fun night. That's, I love how you're giving the handjob tutorial well, I like, think, live I, in person. I now. think that's how I got to keep this business going. <laughs> is like I travel to different cities okay. and use different just, props yeah, to do, like, I just want everybody to, to really understand. Do, doing it's live It's my service to the community. Well, okay, and then you guys stayed in the same hotel room? Yeah, we stayed in the same hotel room. She had her friend with her too, so it was like yep. the three of us. Aaron, it was so cute. What was the bed sleeping arrangement? Aaron and I slept in the same bed. Oh. Oh, that's and it was sweet. really cute when we got in bed. She wanted to keep talking with me, and we just sat there and we kind of like were whispering. Back were you and guys forth. like like looking at each other on your pillows? Kind like, of. Aww. It was really cute. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was like what it was a really great birthday. That's so great. Yeah, and it was so funny because on Wednesday, Aaron was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to this festival on Saturday," and she was like, "You guys should come." And you looked at me and you were like. Yeah, and I was like, you guys go. <laughs> like, I, and I was like, I'm out late on a school night. I'm exhausted. Like, yeah. there's no way yeah. I'm down for it. And I don't think you would, I don't know, I think you would have done fine, actually. I'm sure I would have had fun. Yeah, you would have had fun. Yeah. Yeah, you might have been better to have there with me so that, because Aaron was, like, so excited, too. Yeah. And so, like, her energy and my energy, and I was trying to play it cool, but then mm -hmm. I didn't get any pictures with anybody, and then, like, why did I get any pictures? Anyway. That's so funny. Okay. Okay. Are we I, ready to transition? Yes. I So, uh, new topic that I have for you. I told you guys this episode is a scramble. Yes. Um, if you see someone that you know well who 
has lost a significant amount of weight since you've last seen them, do you say something to them? Oh man, that's really tough. Yeah. Um, so I think in the past it's been like, sure, whatever. Like, oh, you look great, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's never acceptable to tell someone, oh, you look like you've gained weight. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. that's, that's like a that's, hard, that's way never out. do that. Yes. Um, I think my it, dad has said that to me, by the way. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was home when I was like, probably at my heaviest, which is only like 15 pounds heavier than I have am right now. Right. Was it recent? Like five years ago. Oh, I don't, I can't even. Maybe, maybe like four years ago. Um, I was back home visiting mm -hmm. and I was, we were visiting my friend who has two little boys and I'm running around kicking a soccer ball with her one little boy and it's so humid out and I took my shirt off while we were like, cause I think that he had his shirt off like little Jack mm -hmm. or whatever. And my dad's like sitting there, we're all having like a little 4th of July picnic and I see my dad like looking at me and I'm like, I'm like, are you looking at me? Cause like I've put on, or what did, I, I forget what I said. And I was like, Oh, are you looking at me? Cause I've like put on a little bit of weight. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I could tell on your face before you even took your shirt off. Oh, my gosh! My dad is weirdly obsessed with, like, fat people, even though he's not skinny at all. Weird. Yeah. You know what? My dad kind of is, too. Yeah? He's a little fat-phobic. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, we're not fat-phobic. Yes. But to clarify, we support all bodies. So, my... So, it's interesting because I will... I, I don't think I've ever done this like said to a woman that I know, like, oh, you look great. You look like you've lost weight. Yeah, I would say a men, men to women, never. Yes. Women to women, you got to judge the situation. And, and like how close you are. How close you are. Do they look happy? Do they want that? They compliment. But mm. also like just even commenting on someone's weight at all, really like it just feeds into the culture that we should be stepping away from. Yes, and, and I think it can also be like, it can also not feel good because you're like, oh, are you saying that like, I what I looked like before? before right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I bring this up because Jonah Hill recently came out, and I don't know if it was a tweet or something like that, but what he said was, I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you not comment on my body. And he has a heart emoji. Good or bad, I want to politely let you know it's not helpful and doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Much respect. Mm -hmm. Which is really, you know, because he's someone, mm -hmm. people know who Jonah Hill is. I'm sure he's been in a bunch of movies and stuff. Look him up. Um, but he's someone who was like bigger and then at times he's been smaller and then he's been bigger again and stuff like that. And I don't know, like seeing that like really made me think about this. Mm-hmm. And I think it, the conclusion you just drew is kind of what I walked away with of mm -hmm. like, yeah, like we shouldn't really be doing that, right? And if, if you're close enough with someone and they want to sort of tell you about their weight loss journey and stuff like that, like, Yeah, I think whatever. if they give up that information first, mm -hmm. that's kind of your like red or green light. Yes. Yeah. And I think this is, I, I feel like I, I'm using this as a segue into something else because sometimes when we say things, we make comments to people who we know or like thinking that it's like harmless or even like a compliment or whatever, it can actually like not feel good and be annoying or frustrating or whatever. Um, right. So in this case, it's about the weight, but. Wow. That was a good segue. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. He yeah. didn't tell me he was going to do that. That was good, though. <laughs> do you want me to go into it? Yes. Okay. So, so because, th because this has sort of been happening to us as a podcast. Yes. So, I... Okay. So, ugh. I don't even know how to start with this because it's not that big of a deal. And for those of you who have reached out to me and said this or sent me a message or whatever, which has been a lot. So, yeah. it, trust me. It's like a lot of people and it's all the time. Um... So when I talked about my experience with my medium um, and it was, you know, someone that I've never even thought about before that's like right in front of me, but I haven't noticed them. Um, everyone is like, it's Jared. 
it's Jared, you guys, and you know, we've been saying it, you and Jared, you need to end up together, you need to end up together. Well, one, the medium also said he is brown straight hair. Yeah. That he's quiet. Yeah, that's not me. That, <laughs> and, and that he, um, you know, that we have been in the same room, but we've not necessarily like had conversations with or gone on dates with or, or hung out with or something like yep. that. She said it's like a friend of a friend. So Jared is like my very good friend. And, you know, we, we had an episode more than friends episode five. Mm -hmm. Um, but I felt like we had to tiptoe a little bit cause you were in a relationship then. Yep. So I'm going to just be real honest now. Let's do it. Okay. Well, okay. But so, but I think the the overall summary is, you get a lot of messages that say that you and I should be a couple. And, well, I, and, and, and I get some of that from people too. But I want to say more specifically, I think that they think I'm the one that's the reason that we're not together. Mm, okay. Like, it's like, he's right in front of you. Like, you know, like wh go marry him. Like, why haven't you? Which is interesting, right? Because that's always, I think that's the story we tell ourselves about male, female friendships is that like one person is in love with the other person and the other right. person is sort of blocking it. Yes. Right. And so people are assuming that I'm secretly pining for you. And that I'm saying, no, and you're, you're the one just my it. friend. Yes. So here's the history of all of this. I have actually gone through a couple times in my life where I did have feelings for Jared. And I, we were friends. We weren't as good of friends, but I reached out to him and was honest and kind of mm -hmm. brought it to him two different times. And he respectfully declined. And, <laughs> and you were just like, I don't feel that way about you. This isn't yeah. romantic for me. And then I had to like, be like, okay, reset, move forward. And actually like the most recent time that it happened, which was six months before we started the podcast, mm -hmm. or maybe even four months, four or five months, mm -hmm. um, I was so hurt that we took a break. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I think it's best for me and you agreed for us to take a few months apart. Yeah. You had gotten into a relationship at that time. Mm. I just spent some time like, you know, just doing my own thing, dating people. I think, of course, we both missed the friendship. Mm -hmm. But then when I had the idea to start this podcast, I was like, I can't think of anyone better to do this with me than Jared. Thanks oh, to thanks, like friend. Alyssa bringing like, why don't you do it with Jared? And I was like, yeah. of course. So then when I reached out to you, I was like, how do you feel about this? Mm -hmm. Especially like given the last conversations that really we've had. Yeah. And I felt like at that point I was completely removed from that situation. You were in a relationship. I was on to the next thing, starting this podcast, and it's just worked out. And I think, I think that here's, I don't know, here's my thought on it. Jared and I are such good friends, and now we have this business together mm -hmm. that even if one of us was like, I think we should try this, mm -hmm. if it didn't work out, that would not be good. Yeah. It's kind of like it either has to work out or we never do it. Yeah. Well, and, and so, I mean, a couple of things I want to say is one, um, I think if like we were friends, like we are like 10 years, like five to 10 years earlier in my life, we probably like, you we know, like, hooked up. we would have like gotten drunk yeah. one night yeah. and like fooled around. And then that could have been the end of it completely. Yeah. We would maybe wouldn't have even been in each other's lives. Right? Yep. Yeah. And also, and, you know, at the times where we've talked about this, like, what is true for me is that, you know, having moved to California, like, I've talked a little bit about this on the show about, like, the culture shock and, like, I left behind, like, a very close-knit, loving group of friends, and I really don't have much of a community out here. Mm -hmm. And you're, like, one of the, like, two or three people <laughs> that I feel like I, like talk to regularly and like actually have a connection with not just kind of like small talky mm -hmm. bullshit. And so that's really important to me. And, 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 and the other thing I want to say too, is like, there's been times where like I've been dating and it's not going well and I've been lonely and I've been like, Oh gee, maybe like, I wonder like blah, blah, blah. But like, 
I, I think we're both at a point now where like, you know, like you said something the other day of like, it's, you were like, it's kind of weird for me to think about you being like lovey-dovey with someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were like, I get like weirded out by the thought of that. Um, and I think because we have a closeness now that is really awesome and like very decidedly like non-romantic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and well, I want to be clear that you friend zoned me. <laughs> Let's just make that clear, um, which is fine. I think it was the right decision, mm-hmm. and I and you know I think now now what we have to do is like nurture our friendship, nurture yeah. this business with the podcast, and like you guys, it's just it's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Plus, there's the the side of it where you have to remember, like, what we show you guys on the podcast is, like, the best versions of ourselves. Yeah, that's true. When we're dating, we're fucking disasters. Yes. Jared is has avoidant attachment style. <laughs> I have anxious attachment style. We would most likely, like, our friendship is very secure. Yes. I feel very comfortable bringing things to Jared. Yep. He does great communicating with me. We work it out. We move forward. Yep. If we were in a relationship, Jared would feel like he, I had all these expectations for him. I would feel like he's like avoiding me. Uh-huh. And it would be this anxious avoided relationship because now the dynamic has changed. Yeah. Like I know that my needs for you are like limited. Because mm-hmm. you're not in a relationship with me. Yeah. We're friends. We're friends. Yep. You know, like my best friend, Michelle. I love her to death, but I know that my needs for her can't be all the time because she has a fucking career. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, so it just, it could po- well possibly end in like disaster. Yes. And, and I think the other thing I want to say, going back to like the whole like commenting on your friend who's lost weight thing is like, I I just think, like, I think people should be really careful, like, saying that kind of thing, especially because if you, like, because both of us have been single for a, you know, for a good period of time in the past number of years and, like, a lot of our adult lives, well, more of my adult life for me. Um, but people saying that kind of stuff to you, like, doesn't make you feel good. It may, It can make you feel bad. Like, well, well, if yeah. you're already, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you should blah, blah, blah. You know, or like, it, it can just, like, and so, I don't know. I just don't think it's cool to do. I mean, I get that people mean well. Like, Yeah, well, totally and that's what I want to say is like, again, to all the people who have said this to me, I love you. I'm not mad at you at all. We're just trying yeah. to nip it in the bud because it the it's insane how many messages I get. It's insane. Yeah. So, you know, we we know you're well-intentioned because you see Jared as this nice, attractive, smart guy. And yeah. you see me as this cute, fun, attractive, yep. you know, driven girl. And, like, of course, like, we would be, like, a power couple. Yeah. But, like, would we, though? <laughs> it would, no, I'm I'm a wreck. Like, I'm the worst. <laughs> and, like, yeah, it would, I, and, like, I we think both, we both know it would be a train wreck. We both need people that are more secure than us. Yes. At this point in our growth. Yes. You know, and yeah. maybe in the future, like, I would love to be like, I'm the, I'm showing up secure. I'm here for you, you know, not to Jared, but like to anyone, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but like at this point, it's just, guys, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. We hate to break it to you. We, <laughs> we haven't fucked. We've never held hands. That's true. We've never kissed on the lips. That's true. Um. So it's just, it's. It's healthier this way. It's the best way for us. And it's really interesting. And maybe this is like a topic for another time. But I think so. I'm someone who's always had close female friendships, like even starting in high school, like I had like a really close one of like probably my closest friend in a way was Therese and and I, I, I don't know why that is. I mean, I think because, like, maybe we were talking about Pisces men. So, like, maybe you know, so I'm, like, in touch with my emotions and stuff like that. And I enjoy sort of talking at a authentic, vulnerable, emotional level. And this is 
you know, something that has come up in several of my relationships. You know, people used to say this to me and my coworker, Melissa, all the time. Um, but she is now, like, married and has three beautiful children and all this stuff. Um, and it's also why, like, some of my... I have, like, really close female friends who are gay, mm-hmm. which actually, like... You know, like, th- that takes this whole stupid thing out of the equation. Yeah. But like, but it is weird that, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's natural. I guess I do it, too. Like, anytime there's, like, two people of the gender that they both are attracted to uh, have a close friendship, like, everybody wants to turn it into something more. I don't yeah, know. and, like, and, you know, sometimes it works out. Yeah. You know? But I'd, I'm going to roast you for a second. I love how, like, I had legitimate feelings for you, and you, like, maybe thought about me because you were lonely. (laughs) That's funny. I don't think it's that different, though, because I think, like... No, I had legitimate feelings for you. Hmm. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, like, I think, you know, it... Stuff like that can ebb and flow, and... um. Like, I like where we are now. I like what we have now. Good. But really, the biggest, the like, the the reason why we aren't together that makes the most sense is your driving fucking terrifies me. <laughs> I would drive you nuts in the car. Yeah. Jared is a very aggressive driver, and I am, like, my nervous system is, like, in the parasympathetic, or, yeah, sympa- yes. in a sympathetic state the entire time. Yeah. I think my adrenaline was like, by the time we got back from LA. I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it is, this is a lot. Oh, I, I, I drive. I'm <laughs> driving the car. Like when we're in the car, I'm getting where we're going. Um, but okay, but, but I do want to say something to you on a serious note. And the, like, and I said this when we've talked about this in the past, but I don't ever want our relationship to be something that like, like, hurts you or whatever right and that's why like when you were like okay i think i need to step away i'm like absolutely of course um because i care about you a lot and i want you to be happy and i want me being in your life to be a source of good things and positive things and 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 if it's ever not that i've asked you to you know i've I've said this to you in the past like i want you to like Tell me that and like make that decision, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that we've handled the ups and downs and dating other people and relationships and like the podcast. And all this. I feel like we've done well because a lot of people, there's a lot of friendships that I had or have or used to have that like one thing goes wrong and they're out. Yeah. The other person is out. They cannot handle it. Yeah. And like. You and I, we've been through enough together. Like, there's been multiple things that have, like, not gone smoothly. Yeah. And, like, we're still here and we're, like, stronger friends because of it. So. Absolutely. Okay. Love it. All right, you guys. Well, again, we love you. We're not mad at you. You don't have to DM me to apologize. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, but also just cut it out. Yeah, just stop. (laughs) Just stop altogether. Uh, DM us about other things. Share our stories. You guys. Um, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Share with a friend. Subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. We're on Instagram at hello and goodbye podcast at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez. Twitter at hello underscore by underscore pod. TikTok, Leanna Joan. Is there something else I missed or is that good? I think that's it. All right, you guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.